Hey everybody, welcome to the Living Word Family Podcast. I'm Scott Millis, pastor of Living Word Family Church. Here with me is Matt Kreider, our Hello. esteemed youth director and tech guy, and uh, Zach Bensel. Zach, right? Hey, hey. Is that your name over there, young man? Yes. Yes. Here serving as always in his uh, superb capacity. <clears throat> Good to have you with us out there in TV land. Got a number of things we're going to kind of kick around today. Is it really TV land when they're listening to a podcast? Yeah, yep. same thing. It's all yep. the same land. <laughs> Media land. Media land. Media Multi-media land. Media land. Yeah. So what are we going to start with today? Well, we got a lot of things to talk about. And, yeah. I uh, uh, wanted to bring up VBS. I don't know. We might have brought that up in the last podcast. We have. We last two. For sure. Did yeah. we have the last two? Yep. Well, hey, we'll make it three in a row. But hey, yeah. the closer it gets, the more we need yeah, to talk about Yeah, we want to get... Uh, registration is up online and... You can also register with T-shirts online. We've got that added ability. So you can do a regular registration without T-shirts or, regu- or a registration with the T-shirts. Ten bucks, right? Ten bucks. Uh, there's a small um, fee on the website when you order just to help cover the processing gotcha. of the thing. So it's only like 50 cents. So it's ten fifty online with a little bit of a fee. But really, that's not. I mean, that's not bad. That's what we no. did the other day. I ordered online just to test, make sure everything works. So, uh, go to livingwordfamily.org. Tell all your friends and family. Even for those of you listening outside of the state of Illinois, rock it out. Go ahead and register for VBS. Buy a T-shirt and send your kids. Yep, that's There's right. There's kids traveling a lot farther for a lot less. That's so, right. How much is registration without the T-shirt? It's free. Free, free BS for Whoa, free. Free BS. I like that. Yeah. Complete with the Word of God, yeah, fun right crafts on. and games. Yes, lots of great music and just a fun time all around. Yeah, so very oh, yeah. exciting. Yeah. Are awesome. you guys? You guys are obviously helping out, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're pillars of the church. Yeah. I mean, and and the community, as a matter of fact. And so, uh, well, so I, I would imagine you could here, be involved. So. Well, this is the first time, and I don't remember how long where I'm not. Doing the Bible lesson. Yes, yeah, I was uh, amazed. So was yeah. it just a different layout this year? Or yeah. What? Well, they just uh, uh, Sandy uh, and Aaron kind of wanted me just kind of drifting, kind of being a general presence, which I love to do. I just, but I also love teaching the Bible story. I know, but it's also kind of a. Uh, 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 Maybe I should be reading something into it. Maybe they've been dissatisfied with my teaching. The Bible. I don't think that's it. I, I choose to believe that what we're doing is simply uh, trusting other able yep. ministers of the gospel with that and allowing yep. me to be more of a pastoral presence at we, PBS, which I'm a pastoral to. grifter. That's and what we've like. talked that's right. about. We talked about that a couple of podcasts ago when you guys were coming off the RMAI. Retreat talking about uh, equipping the saints. Yeah, that's right. Know, to do the work oh, and kind of yeah, backing right. off and let them yeah. serve and help. So yeah, it's right cool. On. Yeah. What I was love, the VBS where it was um, like in the marketplace? Jesus as a child was that yeah. last year or the year no, before? No. Before last. Yeah, yeah, last year yeah, we did yeah. a Go Fish VBS, I believe. Yeah, and then the uh, year before that was the marketplace one. All I know is that you were doing the Bible lesson. I was floating, taking pictures. And I walked in there one time. Before it started, and you hometown looked, Nazareth. That's that right. was yeah, it. Yeah, that was Nazareth, it. And yeah. I looked over. Which is also by group, and that's who we're doing. Yeah. We're doing a group study this year. And yeah. you looked over at me, and I was standing next to Matt Gore, and you're like, "Hey guys, who am I?" And you take this scroll that you had, and you started biting on it. I'm like, "What the heck?" <laughs> yeah, and it was, was Isaiah. It Isaiah or Ezekiel. Right? Eat this scroll. Ezekiel. I think Ezekiel. it was Ezekiel. Because he had yeah. that vision with but, the wheels. And that's the, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so Matt Gore and I looked at each other. We're like, "Wow, we are." 
not good Bible people <laughs> if we can't figure <laughs> hey, this out. Yeah, I'm sure you would have thought about it sooner. Pulling sooner that later. abstract verse out of there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I I would have I remembered it because as soon as you said it, I was thinking. Yeah. I, I mean, I, Ezekiel was pretty sure. But well, and I feel like we hadn't gone gotten to Ezekiel maybe at that point. Probably, probably in your not. life. No, not in like, my life. But like going through the Bible. If it was two years so, ago, I'm sure we hadn't. We yeah. were a long time getting to the prophets. So that's yeah. not the point. The point he's read his Bible. Well, that's before, true. And that's, <laughs> well, a fairly, that's true. and that's a fairly memorable verse, the, uh, simply because he talks about eating the scroll and it turning bitter in his stomach. Right? Yeah. Am yeah, I thinking the right one? Beats me. I've never read it. <laughs> <laughs> I only taught what the VBS thing told me to teach. I, I purchase all these um, going through the Bible messages online. <laughs> Speaking of going through the Bible, Ooh. what you got for us, Pastor Scott? Oh, well, yeah. You know, what, what are you talking about this Sunday? This Sunday. Which Ooh. would, just for reference, would be yesterday for any of you listening. Yeah, anybody listening to this. But, yeah, but, uh, but this is kind of setting the stage for some things we're going to be talking about. As you know... We have uh, just wrapped up, not last week, but the week before, we wrapped up 11 chapters of doctrine from Romans chapters 1 through 11, the, the Paul's um, systematic theology, and made a big deal about how he lays out what Christianity is yeah. in 11 chapters. Now, now I'm just going to, I don't mean to interrupt, Pastor, yeah. I apologize. For those of us out in the audience who may not be uh, acclimated to the large words that you use, what do you mean by <laughs> doctrine exactly? Doctrine. <laughs> System. <laughs> what's the a, systematic theology that we read about it? What's, <laughs> what's a Paul? <laughs> who is this Paul you speak of? No, but by doctor, yes, just we're looking at his uh, foundational, foundational beliefs, eschatology. Correct? Yeah, <laughs> doc, foundational beliefs. These are yeah, the yeah, yeah. things we believe yep. about Christianity. Yep. You know, a lot of people would make a, a, and I think it's a false dichotomy, but they would make a, a uh, sometimes draw a hard line between, well, what's doctrinal and what's relational. You know, what's there are people today. Uh, I, I think there's a there's a big need to defend doctrine today because people are so about well the main thing is the only thing is God is love and we're supposed to love everybody. Right. Are we supposed to love everybody? Yeah. Is God love? Yes. Right. But right. what do we have this Bible for? There's so right. many specific things about how that the the outworking of that love in the life, particularly of the believer. Yeah. Uh, but what Paul's going to start addressing here, and he gets into it in in many other portions of his letters, but this is where we kind of see it, you know, as we, if we're reading through cover to cover, uh, what does this look like? You know, the love of Christ as we interact with the unbelieving world around us. And in chapter 13, which we're going to begin, will have begun by the time you r- listen to this, uh, specifically how we interact with government. Mm. What is the relationship as wow. subjects of a kingdom yeah. that is not of this world? What are our obligations to the rulers of this world? Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about the spiritual rulers and right. you know, you know, no, powers sure. of darkness. I'm that's talking a, about rulers, kings, and authorities. That's yeah. a great. That's, that's a, a very great timely. Topic. Yes, is it ever? Is it ever with all the stuff that is being thrown around in the media and distorted? And uh, holy cow, there's so much vitriol being flung from both sides of this thing. Uh, and it really is showing people's true colors. You know, yeah. Why are you oh, remaining really loyal to this particular interpretation events? Uh, and again, and this goes for both sides. Right. Uh, but it doesn't matter. I was. I'll, I'll just share one little thing, and, and we've got to rein us in here because 
we don't want to go too far down this road because we could really get lost in this. But there's this, of course, this kerfuffle down on the border with people trying to determine who's to blame for the separation of families. Is this an old law that's just now being enforced? Is Trump a, uh, an evil man for 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 doing for doing for being responsible for this stuff that's down there? And and it, this is this is a complex issue. Uh, my number one complaint is that the people who are whining about this, and, and I don't mean to dismiss it by using the word whining, but the people who are uh, being the the most vocal about how awful it is uh, are offering no solutions of their own. Tell us the right way to handle this. You know, what's, what's the best way? I've, seen, I've not seen this really come from anybody. But said all that to say, one, well, I was reading, following one guy's post in particular who was just really uh, demonizing Trump but doing it in a fashion that made it look like it was all about having the heart of Christ. Uh, anybody who is a Christian, uh, the only thing you should care about is keeping these families together. And, and if you see anything right about this, then you need to question your church. You need to question your beliefs, your heart, and everything else. And then a couple of days later, when the, it comes out that Trump is signing an order to keep families together, I went back to this page to see what it had to say. And, and what I really was hoping to see was, thank God, our prayers have been answered. I didn't expect him to fall down and say he's a great president, but I would have expected him to give a little credit where credit's due. What do I see instead? Oh, now he wants credit for reversing something that he caused in the per- first place. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, no dice. You know, you uh, what you owe the American people and these families is an apology, blah, 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 blah. Oh, my uh, You just showed your true colors, man. And uh, I don't believe there should be an apology for simply enforcing the law that no, on the books. no, right. but like I said, let's don't go too far down. <laughs> I agree. That particular I agree. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It was I already brought it up just to point out that the things we're reading now, just like chapter 12, you know, this is, uh, we just finished up a, a Sunday where we talk about now, since these doctrines are true, this is how we approach Enact our yeah, our, right. our relationships with God, our relationship with one another, our relationship with the church, uh, the gifts, operating of the gifts behaving like a Christian and now we're getting more specific and yeah, we're continuing in a sense with doctrine, but it's the practical outworking of that doctrine. And so when he talks about, uh, for instance, uh, chapter 13, verse one, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except from God and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Does that mean that every King who is a King is a king because God appointed them king or president or whatever. I don't think that's what it means. Right. I think he's talking about the, the offices and the authorities themselves. Right. But, so take it, uh, if that's what you mean, all right. So maybe uh, God himself did not put a particular man in office, but he did ordain the office of government, so we've got to submit ourselves to him. How far do you go down that road if the leader in question is Adolf Hitler? Right. Right. You look at a guy like Bonhoeffer, who, f- who after much prayer and wrestling with this, who considered strongly the uh, the path of Gandhi, you know, peaceful uh, resistance, um, decided that was not what God was calling Christians to do in His hour. That he was he was dealing with an evil that was much more intense, much more of, a, of an immediate threat, and felt it was his Christian duty to assassinate the Fuhrer. Uh, and and became and was arrested as a part of a plot to do just that and executed uh, as a result. Was he right? How far can you go? Because I believe we should resist evil. We should fight against evil. Uh, but clearly, you're not submitting uh, right. to the governing authorities if you're trying to assassinate the chancellor. Right. Uh, yeah. So, I'm sure there were people who would say he was wrong. Most believers, uh, including myself, I think he was in the right. 
uh, you're, but you were dealing with a, a level of evil and, a, and an existential threat, particularly to the Jewish people, uh, that, you know, and we're at war, you know, so I would have considered that a wartime thing anyway, not so much, you know, would have been right. different if it had been peacetime and everything else. And right. you just disagreed with certain policies, but when these policies are costing millions of lives and I don't know, it, they, these are not easy issues. And no, I think yeah. it is absolutely unreasonable to expect universal agreement on these things, oh, but we need to learn how to disagree in love, disagree mm-hmm. with respect, uh, while not compromising our, our convictions on these things. But I do think there's uh, that Romans does offer us yeah. a really decent roadmap. So, and I will also, to and I will also Look say, down. and I am looking forward to that as well, For but sure, I will also yeah. say regarding the governing authorities, mm-hmm. we are blessed to live in a country where we have a voice. It's right. not there one, it's not one monarch at the top That's that right. you've got to be somebody to talk to it's we've got local regional state represent i mean we've got district representatives state representatives we've got people that we can go to to call to write to to what you know whatever we've got we've got a pathway to voice our. that's right there there you go and not just a pathway an obligation i I think we uh, and we will have heard this by the time we by the time you listen to this podcast if you're in church sunday we'll have heard this already submitting to the governing authorities if again if we're talking about the office offices and this type of government rather than an individual then you know here we live in a democrat democratically elected representative right. republic submitting to that government means being an active participant in it right. uh, if we are if we are going to you know be involved in the democratic if we're going to be subjects of a democratic government we have to be active subjects at the very right. least we have to vote i yeah. think it is our not just a privilege of ours but a duty of ours that's right as believers yeah yeah and and, and 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 this last election the last presidential election is is an unfortunate example of sometimes that really does mean uh, you are not going to have the best candidate to vote for. So you right. really have to weigh the issues. This person, what, what is important to me as a believer? Right. You right. know, I can remember years ago, I won't name who it was. This was, this was several elections ago where at the end of the day, it was determined that most people, including Christians, voted their pocketbook. And they ignored an awful lot of uh, a large number of moral considerations just because they were looking for what's going to benefit my bottom line the most. Well, that's right. not trusting God as your provider. Right. right. I agree and, with that. Uh, it's, yeah. It really leads to, to personal compromise. But anyway, that's something we can get yeah. into. Very excited uh, to hear about that. Looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. yeah me too. Um, team. And if you are listening to this and you were not able to make it to church, uh, shame on you. Just joking. <laughs> uh, we missed you, of course. And if you're listening to this and you're out of the area, don't attend our church. You can go to livingwordfamily.org and go to the media page and uh, and click on sermon podcasts and you can download the podcast, listen to them right online. You can also find them uh, in the Google, Google Play Store as well as the Apple iTunes store. Yeah, uh, you can right. find the, pot, the sermons from Sundays and Wednesdays online and on your mobile device. So very yep. excited about that. That's been something we've been doing a fairly decent job of keeping up with, yeah. trying to get them put online. So yeah. I stayed late on Wednesday night getting both messages put online. So yeah, pretty stoked you. about that. I know. Praise the Lord. I felt pretty good yeah, about cool. it. <laughs> You deserve a position, honestly. I, mean. I, I, st- I know, on staff, right? I should. I totally should do that. Well, there's only but, so many um, to go around. <laughs> so anyway, what else what is new? Else? What else is coming up? Um, Got the mission trip coming up. Oh, yes, we do. And 
Camp. Camp. Leaving camp, for camp yes. on Sunday. Yes, by the time you listen to this, camp will be in progress. Yes, in progress. Summer Scream 25. So 25, before we 25. close out this podcast, Pastor Scott, I hope you chance to pray for us. Pray sure. for our campers and, and myself as we go through a week of yeah. awesome word and yeah. uh, and worship and games and just fun stuff with our campers. Very excited about that. Always excited to go to camp and yeah. and yeah. Uh, and be involved with that. And Zach, you were, you've been a camper and a counselor and... Everything like that. I know you're not this year, yeah, but unfortunately, no. Yeah. What do you? What are some takeaways from your years as a camper slash counselor? Well, camp for me, it's always acted the same way, like a visiting minister does. It just gets you refired up. As a kid, or as a camper, it really did that for me. It gets you fired up, excited about things. As a counselor. Uh, and as a youth leader, it does a really good job of getting to connect with the kids that you are leading in youth group. Yeah. I learned a lot of things about a lot of kids, yes, specifically totally the guys, because, you know, as a guy youth leader, it's able to talk to them more and better and stuff, but learned a lot of, about them, you know, yes. grew closer with them and yeah. build those relationships. And so that's really nice. So, plus, I think that first year as a counselor, I told Matt, I was like, this is way better than being a camper. <laughs> it's like you get to have all the fun stuff and more. Yeah, that's right. You get yeah. to have your cake get and it eat to it have, too. Yep. Taco pizza at two in the morning. Shh. So, no bedtime. Yeah. Uh, nerf dart fights. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was probably. That year was probably the most epic epic year of camp as a counselor. Yeah. Was uh, that the year you guys ever. did the tweet the Twitter thing too? Where it's I like the tweets know. for I don't, the points. No, I think that was a couple years before that, but that was also pretty epic. The first year we did that, mm-hmm. it was like a one of those quick little fads. It was like a Twitter challenge. Mm-hmm. So they would post something to Twitter real quick. And uh, so, sorry, for anybody listening that's not familiar with camp, uh, we go to a summer camp. We take our students. It's for youth group age kids, 7th through 12th grade. Uh, and it's a week long. We go there Sunday uh, afternoon. Through we Friday? Have, yeah, through Friday. We yeah. have services every night, services every morning. So two services a day. We do some small group outbreak or outbreaks, breakouts, uh, and youth group breakouts, just stuff like that, with games in the middle, great meals. I mean, they take yeah. such good care of us over mm-hmm. there, yeah. and it's been awesome. And we've been we've been involved with this camp, uh, Summer Screen, this particular camp. Please silence your cell phone for the podcast. <laughs> uh, but this particular camp we've been involved with since when, Pastor Scott? Since before I, I think since before I started coming to church, right? Oh yeah. So what? Twenty years. Almost. Uh, yeah. Well, more, yeah. They started the going in. Uh, I think b- there is- before I, I I came on board in '98. So my first year as a camper was '99, and they were going for a couple of years at least before as that. a counselor. Yeah. And that was before they are at their current spot. That was when they were still yes, at the correct. Methodist campground correct. or wherever they were before that. They yep. rented that out. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, we've been as cool. a church, we've been involved with this camp for a very long time. They always do an excellent job. Just, yeah. It's a blast and love it. But anyway, we were talking about what were sorry, Zach. What were we talking about? Gosh, I don't even remember. The, oh, uh, the Twitter, okay, yeah. the Twitter oh, yeah, challenges. Yeah, the Twitter yeah, yeah. So yeah, one yeah, year yeah. as counselors, um, they tried to do some fun stuff for the counselors to kind of mix it up a little bit. Yeah. And they did this Twitter challenge thing where if you follow their Twitter feed uh, and they would do a, they would just out, out of nowhere just do a blast. And they would say, you know, the first counselor to plank on top of the iceberg, which is this giant inflatable climbing wall in the middle of the lake. The first counselor to get to the top of that in plank, which is essentially lay straight, which at the time I had no idea what that was. <laughs> but so, they, I, so we get this Twitter challenge out, and I didn't have my phone on me. I was literally, for this particular challenge, I was literally in the, in, 
in a canoe in the lake, like it was canoeing with some of our kids or something <laughs> like that. And my fellow team counselor, uh, we the two of us had a team, Brian. Oh, had yeah. Hutch. Uh, oh, wow. We uh, we were team lead, yeah. team leaders together. So he comes running down to the shore and he's like, "Get to the top!" Because we do it for points. They were <laughs> yeah. doing, this was also for points. Oh for yeah, 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 yeah. And so he comes screaming, "Get to the top of the iceberg and plank!" I'm like, "I don't know what that is. <laughs> just get just up get there. up there." So I'm so I'm canoeing over, and I told some kid that was happened to be over by the iceberg, "I will give you points. Hold on to my canoe." And I go climb to the top. Well, at the same time, one of the other counselors who's very very competitive just comes tearing down travis jumps. lopen travis lopen. Yes, <laughs> yes yes travis if you're listening to this i love you buddy um he comes tearing down i don't remember if he grabbed a boat or if he just jumped straight in and started swimming i have no idea but man just as i was getting he to the in, sure. top of the iceberg he was already man he was at the bottom of that thing starting to climb up and so as he's starting to try to climb up this thing which isn't the easiest task especially no, no, if you're no. you know have oh, just yeah. swam that oh. distance as, the, as he's trying to climb up this thing, I'm sitting up at top. Brian, what does it mean to play? <laughs> and so, so finally, he's like, "Just lay like this, straight." And I'm like, "Like this? No, not like that. How about, how about this?" It took like a couple minutes, at least. At least it yeah. seemed that way. Oh my god! To figure out what planking was. <clears throat> Uh, I'm uh, not always the first in on some of these fads. If you haven't man, been able to tell, man. oh my You're gosh, so in touch, man. I know, right? It would be, it was, it would be a right because I really didn't do the Twitter thing. I tried to set it up, but I wasn't going to compete because I wasn't on a team or anything. Uh, but at various times in the day, all of a sudden, for no apparent reason, counselors would just explode out onto the property, and they're all running somewhere. Running somewhere. Oh, yeah. somebody, somebody got a <laughs> oh tweet, my you know? gosh, it was amazing. Oh, it was man. so it was fun. much fun. Yeah. One other one real quick, because that was such a fun memory. One of the other, another blast went out, and at this time, Travis's wife, who's also very competitive, happened to be like in an electric wheelchair. She had messed up her leg or something. So we yeah. get this Twitter challenge, and everybody's heading out to the field to play a game. The counselors were, it was a challenge to play a game. And so I get it, and I'm I am bolting like my sandals are flying off and flying by. She, she's going through in her little chair, and I'm like right by her, like it doesn't even matter, man. I'm gone. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. But oh, last, man. not last year, it was a few years ago. Um, the the most epic year. I don't know why it was the most epic year. It was probably just. You know, some years you just have this really cool connection with the counselors that are there. You know, you stay up late. We played cards, just hung out. Well, one night while we were up playing cards, just talking and chilling, fellowshipping, um, we got a few other counselors up to no good that came and tried to do a sneak attack with these handmade, like, Nerf blow dart guns. And And what uh, time was it? It was oh late. gosh, it was it was well after midnight, yeah. I'm sure. So they come in and they start attacking us as we're just sitting there playing cards. So the next thing you know, we're flipping tables, <laughs> taking cover, it, and darts are going everywhere. And oh my gosh, it that was just was the, the most beautiful, explosively spontaneous thing I've ever been a part of. Yes, yeah. Uh, it it's like it took everybody about 20 seconds to figure out what was going yes, on. Yes, yes. Arm themselves, right. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we did a sneak attack, but we also brought about 50 of these blow blow guns with us. And we can really send a Nerf dart with a blow gun. But not while you're laughing and out of breath. No, that's That's absolutely absolutely right. (laughs) It just kind of piddles out of the end. That's right. That just oh my went gosh! On forever it is. Yes, that's one of the things I love. You know, all the years I've been involved with summer scram, I've only been a camper one year. Yeah, that's right. I was yeah. a camper, camper of pastor, the year. Camper of the year, the one year I win, and that tells you I'm a man about excellence. That's what that's right. Let me let me say a couple things. Number one, 
while I absolutely agree about the fun there there is to be had as a counselor, I have seen some of the best people in their role as campers over the year, and not just the ones that that are in competition for or considered for camper of the year. There are kids who just shine oh, yes. in that environment yeah. uh, because they're it, it's someplace new. They yeah. have, they get some opportunities they don't have ever place other places. Some people just seem to live to serve. Uh, I remember one kid the. Uh, he decided to be my personal assistant for the week, and he wore a shirt uh, that said, The Man Behind the Man, Underdog's Personal Assistant. Oh, and he yeah, followed yeah. me around, and I can remember just – he was so – he was having fun doing this, and I didn't abuse it. I, hey, you're my servant. Go do this. Uh, but I remember we're playing – during one of the free time periods in the afternoon, we're playing disc golf, as we mm-hmm. often did. And uh, on my approach shot, I – I uh, threw the single best throw I've thrown in my life. And I've played a lot of disc golf. I couldn't tell you how far this shot was. But all I'm trying to do is lay up within yeah. 30, 40 feet of the hole, and I sink it. I mean, ching, wow. just chains. I mean, and everybody, wow. all the guys I'm playing with, are like, what? They're screaming. I can't believe. Woo-hoo. And he just calmly looks at it, looks at me, and gives me this very <laughs> butlerish look and quietly applauds and goes, well done, sir. <laughs> just wasn't wasn't gonna miss a beat. That's but hilarious. You also, Zach, you hit you hit when Matt asked you to give you your impression as a camper and as counselor. Yep. I think you hit the two most important things, uh, especially as a counselor. You get the opportunity to connect with your kids in a way that you often don't because yes. you only have a limited amount of time right. you got yep. them for an hour yep. and a half yep. on a Wednesday night yeah. versus you're there living with them, eating with them uh, for, for a yes. week. Mm-hmm. But there's the wider connection to the, when you can connect with other youth leaders. Yeah. And I think that's part of what made even the dart war so much fun is we are, and there's believe there's plenty of this that goes on, man. There's a lot of uh, comparing notes sharing with one another, I mean, specifically Christian discussions. But even the fun stuff is elevated to a level of greater fun because we are doing this in the bonds of Christian unity. Yes, yes. You know, we we know that whatever our backgrounds are, we are here, uh, we are uh, brothers in arms in this common battle for the lives of teens. And uh, what what a camaraderie there is. There's so many great connections made between campers, between campers and counselors, and between counselors and counselors yes, over the years. Yes. And the services are great, the facilities are great, but the relationships are what makes summer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There are for relationships sure. that I still have from early, early on. Yeah. Early, early on. Oh, some of the most important relationships yep. in my yeah. life were yes. formed at camp. Yeah. yeah. So and the other and the other thing is one of the I wouldn't say a regret. I mean, it's not a regret in my life, but one of the downsides of being a townie, somebody that's just been born and raised here, yeah. grown up here, is that you don't, you know, I don't have a lot of life experience to boast of outside of this community and this right. church and everything. You know what I mean? Sure. And so when we go to camp, and I've had some long conversations with other youth pastors who are going through some stuff that I never have never been through, wouldn't even dream of knowing how to go through with students or with parents or with yeah. whatever, or churches or anything. And so having these long conversations and just being able would open up with each other yeah. Yeah. about struggles, about different things. Man, it is just such a powerful, powerful yeah. ministry uh, time. And again, it's yeah. just it's what it's happens all as a result of those conversations. You're equipped, yes, and uh, your horizons are expanded, and yeah. you're encouraged. Yep. I'm encouraged. Yeah. That's right. So, you learn things. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. So anyway, it's just been it's it's been an absolute wonderful, wonderful experience each time. I think out of all the years. I think shortly after Ashley and I got married, I think I was out a year, maybe two years. I don't remember. Uh, anyway, but since from the year 2000, 
when I was first a camper, right after I graduated high school, to now. So 2018, I've maybe missed 16 years of camp. Of all that, all those years of camp, I can remember only one rough year, personally wow. anyway. I mean, I'm sure yeah. everybody's got their rough times of camp or whatever, some rough kids or wow. whatever happens, you know, um, uh, drama and who knows. But sure. anyway, and one out of out of all those years, one year, one rough year of camp, one wow. year that I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't know that I could do camp again if I knew it was going to be like that. Oh, right. really? Very, yeah, yeah. And I, I and I've, I, we've about talked that. about it we before. This is several years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyway, but do you know, I'm like, you know what? Just, you know, it took me some time to kind of get you know, into you, the flow. You, you mull over all that junk after, mm-hmm. I'm talking about after I get home from oh, camp. Okay. And you're just like, oh my gosh, that was just the worst. Dealing with some stuff and personal issues with kids and just parents and just whatever. Oh, I And remember. so, yeah, yeah. do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, anyway. You're not talking about how bad camp was. You're talking about no, some spe- issues. specific issues. Not camp. Right, yes, right, thank right. you for clarifying. Not specific, not camp, okay. but specific right. issues with students that were there yes, or whatever. Yes, 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 yes. And, um, uh, and so, you know, just been, so I have to be honest, you know, so going into that next year of camp, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I just don't know how much longer I can keep doing this if I knew it was going to be that way. And do you know what the next year of camp was? That best year we just talked about. Oh, wow. Is that right? And God is always faithful. Yeah. Yeah, God is always faithful. And so when we say, God, we believe that this is the camp you've put us in for the time being. And until you move us somewhere else or do something else, Summer Scream has been fantastic. And we will continue to be here. We will be, uh, you know, we will support the camp. We will be a part of the camp. We will pray for the camp. Our church has always kind of been behind the camp, you know, not kind of, but been behind the camp and supporting it over the years and praying for us. Um, we, we're going to do that because we know God is faithful. Amen. No matter what else changes, no matter how the worship team changes or the speaker changes or whatever, you know, kids come and go, whatever. We know God is faithful and God has a work to do at this camp for students and counselors alike. And yeah. it's just awesome, awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. Um, so before we wrap up, I think we're getting close to wrap yeah. up. Pastor Scott, would you do me the great honor? Because as people are listening to this right now, yeah. I mean, literally thousands of people that listen to this podcast. You guys are it, on your way. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We're actually no, we're there. We're there. Yeah. Like well, as people true, are listening there, to this, yeah. it's a Monday, and we are that's we are rocking out. You camp. asked you asked me uh, earlier to pray for yes. for you guys, and I wanted to make it clear to those listening to the podcast: this is this isn't just a prayer for <clears throat> safe travels. No, as you're listening is, to this, yes. I want this to serve as a reminder to you, especially our church family. Yeah, yeah. To be praying for those who are at camp. I mean, uh, it's, it's oh come on, they're at camp. It's a vacation. This is oh, a, no. something nope. <laughs> that's specifically designed. Uh, to give them an elevated spiritual experience, yep. and we what we want is for them to get the maximum benefit from camp, not Amen. just the maximum amount of fun. They're going to have that anyway, yeah. right? Uh, but for God to make the you know, these these connections that we've been talking about are God ordained, and we want them to make the right friends, the right connections, and have uh, and and to have again an experience with God like they haven't had. Uh, so join us in praying uh, uh, a prayer along this line. So let's go ahead and pray now. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for Summer Scream. We thank you for the Cruzans and for everybody who's been involved in uh, working that camp and making that camp go over the years. We thank you for the relationships and the connections that have been made for every child that's been touched, every salvation, every uh, filling with the Spirit, every healing, and every call to ministry. Every uh, there, there are, Lord, there are married couples today in ministry uh, whose relationship began at camp. You have worked mighty, mighty things through Summer Scream, and we are grateful for the opportunity to once again uh, enjoy that ministry. Uh, but we want to lift up... Uh, our our youth group, uh, the students who are going there from Living Word this week that uh, we are praying for specifically. 
And uh, we want you, Lord, to speak to them. We pray, Lord, that they would be well-behaved. We pray that they would represent our church well, that people would speak well of Living Word Family Church because of our youth group there. Make them a blessing. But, Lord, bless them too. We pray that the times of praise and worship and the times in the Word with the speaker will be times of enrichment. We pray even specifically uh, for things like keeping them awake, certainly keeping them healthy, protecting them from injury. Uh, We pray that the relationships that are developed at camp are relationships that you have ordained, uh, that that they are relationships that are going to elevate the walk of these young believers during this week at camp. And we pray, Lord, that the, the high that they experience uh, is uh, that they'll experience something beyond just a, a few days of spiritual high, that they'll experience something that is going to uh, call them to aim higher in their uh, day-to-day life when they get back. I want to pray also uh, for Matt, especially as he leads this group. I pray, Lord, that you sustain him, strengthen yes. him, keep him healthy, keep him awake on the way back, especially yes. because of all the lack of sleep there. Uh, you've been so faithful to do that for us over the years. We know it's going to be good, but use Matt in a mighty way. Make him a blessing at that camp. Bless him and his family during this time of separation. In Jesus' name, everybody in the studio said, Amen. Amen. Thank Praise you, Pastor Scott. Yeah. Appreciate that very much. Very excited about camp. Um, Thank you guys for everybody that's out there listening. Uh, We appreciate it. Go ahead and share this podcast, if you will. Share it with some friends and family. Uh, We may not be talking about things that are crazy or shattering or all the, you know, just so much going on in the world. But, hey, it's just a fun time of conversation and hanging out with us. It's like we're sitting in your own living room just chilling and talking. (laughs) Sitting with you in the car. (laughs) Or in the car. That's right. Wherever you listen. We're there. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for listening, for tuning in. Uh, Share with a friend, and uh, we will catch you next time. Peace out. (laughs) 